1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a huge night of SPFL action League leaders Celtic take their one point advantage to Aberdeen Looking to carry on their winning run Buoyed by Sunday's old firm reaction Rangers host struggling Hibs at Ibrox Motherwell at Dundee United Hearts host Dundee Livy travel to Ross County And St Mirren welcome St Johnston I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Simon Donnelly and Fraser Wishart Fraser what a night this is going to be it's a horrible night It's top of the weather there uh, Some of the grounds around here We're in Claybank So you're looking at St Myrne You're looking at Ibrox as well The weather conditions will be horrendous But hopefully Good football will be on board But the games are coming thick and fast It's been a key period For, for all the clubs And uh, for Rangers It's just keeping a victory a Tough game against Hibs We know they've not been in great form But uh, they are a good team Just keeping the, the pressure on On Celtics So for, for both the old firm teams Big night tonight in, in terms of the run in for the for the league title. Yeah, when Fraser says games are coming thick and fast, Simon, in case you hadn't noticed, that was a week ago between Celtic and Rangers yeah. and Celtic Park, which yeah, is incredible. It is. A big fixture card in between and we're, we're back at it again. It's it's exciting times. It certainly is, and uh, we're we're certainly in a title race. Uh, both teams good performances at the weekend, comfortable wins for both, and I think Rangers responding, you know, a wee bit of pressure. Celtic playing First on Sunday this time round Responded really well 5-0 against Hart So it sets up nicely I think Celtic have got a slightly diffi- more difficult game tonight Just because it's Aberdeen away from home But they've both still got to go out and do the jobs We've certainly got a title race on our hands Fraser I think we can agree on that We don't agree on much But we'll <laughs> agree on that will we? It's the first time for years I mean Rangers won it so comfortably uh, last year And uh, for many years before that Celtic were so comfortable So dominant as well And the, f- for the first time for a long time it's going to go to the wire But you, you find it difficult to see Where either team's going to slip up So any slip up by Both the old firm teams Could be fatal It really could be Because You're looking at the games of the weekend Where uh, both won very comfortably On Sunday against the teams In third and in fourth Supposedly the best two Outside of the old firm So every single game now Absolutely No no margin for error For either team Come on then 01419511025 If every team in the Premiership is in action And in fact there are big games in the Championship as well There is no excuse I'm afraid for you not to get in touch You must have something on your mind Whether it's a confident look ahead at tonight Maybe you've got some dread in there Maybe you've got thoughts on who should play And who shouldn't play And the title race and anything else that's on your mind Pick up that phone right now And let us know 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB So a reminder Aberdeen Celtic Rangers Hibs Dundee United Motherwell Hearts Dundee Ross County Livy And St Mirren St Johnson In the top flight We've got everyone's favourite Fairy Taylor Broth there in action In the championship as well We've even got an Ayrshire derby If you want to get your teeth into that So 01419511025 Get the calls in right now And uh, let's talk football Because it's a big night ahead And speaking of which Why don't we start going uh, around the grounds We'll give Gabriel the nod first Since he's got the furthest to travel Pataudry for Aberdeen Celtic Gabriel Yep Thankfully the weather isn't as bad as it sounds Down in Clydebank here But it is still freezing cold Celtic travel to Pataudry this evening Top of the league by a point They're unbeaten in 15 games With only one of those being a draw They've kept 
three clean sheets in a row. They've not even been behind since the League Cup final against Hibernian last year. They're certainly playing their best stuff yet under Ange Postacoglu. We're expecting a few changes uh, from the 4-0 victory over Motherwell on Sunday, perhaps like of Jota and Josip Juranovic coming back into the side. But the fans uh, in the away section will be returning to the stadium where many of them say their season started to turn. Don't forget, it was a 2-1 win here in October for Celtic. It was their first away victory since Valentine's Day 2021. There were big scenes at full time and it started, uh, you started to really feel the bond between the team, the fans and the manager. Well, incidentally, both games between these two sides have been 2-1 so far this campaign. Aberdeen struggling at the moment. They're seventh in the league. They could be in ninth position by the end of play this evening, but all of their supporters here in the Northeast will be hoping that's not the case. They've only got two points from 12 possible points in the league this year. They've lost two of their last three matches. The pressure feels like it really is on Stephen Glass. One positive note, though, is that their home form has been very solid. They've only lost once here since Celtic beat them back in October. A cracking game coming, and I'll bring you the team news as soon as it comes in. Come on then, Celtic fans. How do you feel about that? Is that still a fixture that holds any fear, any trepidation? Or given the, the form of the two sides, are you more than confident of coming back down the road with three points? And you never really know who plays these days There's a, a big squad, a strong squad Lots of rotation, lots of people uh, contributing So who would you like to see take the field up at Pataudry tonight? 01419511025 Get your call in right now Please let's go to Ibrooks Rangers against Hibs Andrew McLean's looking ahead to that one yeah, well, you wonder what comes next for Rangers after that roller coaster week last week. The devastating low of that heavy defeat to Celtic, followed by a really strong showing against Hearts. The Rangers fans and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, they'll be hoping tonight looks a lot more like that performance on Sunday. But there will be at least one enforced change. Ryan Jack, of course, picking up that ankle injury from Benny Benengami's tackle. So he'll miss out tonight. Still no Aaron Ramsey from the start either, but you'd think he'll get a bit longer tonight, maybe half an hour or so. Not such a great result for Hibs, though, at the weekend was. And that's what the theme of things under Sean Maloney of late he won his first two Premiership games in charge but it's now five in the league without a win and they'll actually start to be looking over their shoulders the way the league table's sitting at the moment they may be in fifth but they're only five points ahead of Ross County in tenth and if things don't start to change soon there could be a bit of pressure on Sean Maloney already even uh, his early days in his Hibs career it will be interesting to see if they make big changes tonight as well I'll bring you the full team news as soon as I get it same to you Rangers fans come on then 01419511025 no Aaron Ramsey from the start yet uh, does that disappoint you if you've got more uh, than enough bearing in mind there's no Ryan Jack how big a blow is that? Does John Lundstrom keep his place? Does Glenn Kamara come back in? Have you got any other thoughts ahead of tonight? 01419511025 Five. I think on paper, Fraser, that's a fantastic double of, of fixtures there You look at Celtic and Rangers yeah. And against two of our other bigger clubs as well it, it just so happens that there's more negativity around Aberdeen and Hibs at the moment than they would like yeah if you're looking for a, for a stumble if you're looking for a mistake from the old firm these are two of the games that you, you might see uh, them dropping points at Aberdeen as, as <coughs> Gab was saying that, you know, their home form's been terrific I, I saw them play against Livingston Saturday they were dreadful I mean it's 79% of possession I was feeding it back to you in the studio after half an hour and not one shot on goal not, not even a shot on target nothing at all um, but their home form's been good and uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a difficult one for, 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 for Celtic uh, for Rangers, you, you would expect them to, to beat Hibs. I mean, Hibs, I think, two points <coughs> in the last five games. Very, very poor run. Low in confidence. Kevin Nisbet's not in the goals. Uh, they seem to be struggling. Dodge isn't in the goals. Chris Muller's not quite settled. Change of formation, etc. So, so as Simon's saying, I think the, the Aberdeen game, obviously it's away from home. 
is a wee bit more of a, of a difficult fixture for them Come on then both of you let's hear it 01419511025 Josh is a Celtic fan from Uddingston How do you feel about tonight Josh? Confident? Um, I mean I was more confident earlier on but I'm feeling a bit more quaky now I mean as we're getting closer to the game I'm a bit more nervous so I, I see every game that's when you know you're in the, the business end of the season, as they call yep. it, Simon. Yeah, you go you go through a range of emotions throughout the day. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I can relate to Josh. I think the the, the positives, the, the performances Celtic are putting in just now. You know, very very good against Rangers last Wednesday, and just took you know the same form into Fir Park on Sunday. Uh, almost blew, well, did blow Motherwell away in the first half, effectively killing the game in forty five minutes, uh, affording Ange to. Take a couple of boys off and rest them. Uh, so yeah, you would go into it with full confidence. But again, I've said this before: when Rangers were going up to to Putodre a few weeks ago, it's it's a difficult place. Weather's not great, uh, but I would still expect Celtic mm. to get three points tonight. Josh, having said that, you, you go into the game in some form. You could barely be in better form. That must give you a bit of confidence. What what have you been liking about the team recently? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we went all and I was still kind of fearing the worst. So. Coming off that, it's probably a bit of confidence, but I think this stage of the season, a point ahead of Rangers and we're looking for the league title. Obviously, not being the champions this season, it's harder. So now we're going into this, it's a bit fearful because one win takes you two points behind, or depending on the loss or draw in your situation, whatever. As long as you drop points, you, you could be two or one points behind. So, so it's really, really nerve wracking at this point. Um, I think it's every, every away game gets harder, but if the reception breaks up at all, it's just because we're on our way to Aberdeen. Oh, you're on the way up, are you? Right, okay. That's we're in the car We're about Just past Dundee At the moment So Nah you're, you're going to make it They're going to make it Aren't they Fraser yeah, Remember the speed cameras Yeah exactly speed you, cameras. You, you drive carefully We don't want the The blame How do you feel about The run in then Josh You know We've actually I know it's February But you're looking at 13 league games left So not that many Even fewer Because we need to get The split in um, Before that How do you feel about The run in Run up to the fixtures, thing works out alright. But now we're looking at um, coming into the split. I think split. We're looking at. I think even out with away home fixtures, but it looks like we are now going to face more tougher away games than we are like than what Rangers have. Which it's not it's not a major issue for me, but I think it's something that maybe in future seasons SFA need to look at because we'll now be facing probably. Well, we, we should generally if the top six finish top six finishes. Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Mullerwell, Hibs and Aberdeen We should really be facing all of them at home if, Because we've already played them away twice, I believe Somebody correct me on that if I'm wrong But I do believe we faced them all away from home twice um, So looking at that, we should face them all at home Now, we're now going to look to face probably two of them Minimum, uh, oh, sorry, well minimum away from home Because we'll get five post-fixtures yeah. post So, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm not here to come on and Put an agenda or any of that nonsense. I've just need to say, I think it's maybe a little bit unfair, and maybe we need to look at it in future seasons. I don't know what you guys think, but I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Well, that. Fraser, the good thing is we have this discussion every single <laughs> season, so you'll be well versed in, yeah. in trying to uh, to come up with an answer okay. for Josh. You, Josh, you, you can't. I mean, it's not as if there's any. It's a, it's a conspiracy or anything like that. It's just the facts mm. of. It's the only way you can do it, and there, there are teams in, down below. In the lower half of the league, who will play eighteen home games and twenty away games? I mean, they they will never do that with Rangers and Celtic, no. you know, which is I think is unfair on the other clubs. But uh, they'll try and find a way, and and it's just the way that the it, it goes. If we're going to have twelve teams and we're going to have a split, and, and I'm not against that, I think the split brings a lot of excitement to to our season. 
then uh, then there's always going to be problems because you can't predict who's going to be top six, who's going to be bottom six. That has to be the, the, the bit that we must remember, Simon. I get where Josh is coming from, and mm. I've seen all this on social media and talking about, you know, fixtures against Motherwell, Dundee United. How do you know at the start of the season Motherwell and Dundee United are going to be in the I top six? Be, yeah. In fact, yeah. they might not be, looking looking at how, how tight that portion uh, of of the league is. So That's the thing, uh, looking at the league just now, the, the, the top six could change, so... So uh, dramatically You know A couple of teams there Could drop out Muddle could drop out By the way Aberdeen, Livy, St Mirren And Ross County yeah. Could all make the top six yeah. Easily So again It's it's all hearsay just now It's the cliche in it Just take each game And the title <laughs> 13, 13 left Let's focus Celtic oh, you're, focus. you're in here now Not in the dugout Rangers will focus at, East, uh, at Ibrox against Hibs There's 13 games to go It's a long way But it's 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 what yeah. fans will talk about, you know, the title race. It's only going to intensify the closer it goes. I'm with Fraser in that a few weeks ago I thought Rangers and Celtic would drop more points. See, after watching the games at the weekend and the way their squads are strengthened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see them dropping much at all. Mm. I think it's going to come down to the two games between each other. Thank you to Josh. Safe trip up and back. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. They've got some really good players. I mean, they're a good quality squad. Um you see them you know, against Rangers a few weeks back and they looked a, a strong outfit. So you kind of go in there expecting them to be at their best and at their best, they're, they're a tough opponents, particularly, um, you know, at, at, on their home ground. So, you know, the, the, the lack of form or the lack of results over recent times, I think is more of an issue for them than us. What we've got to do is make sure we expect the, you know, to, for them to be at their best and at their best, as I said, they can trouble anyone. Stephen is a Celtic fan from Bishop Briggs. Are you in Bishop Briggs, Stephen? Are you Pataudry bound? What's the plan tonight? Just made it to Aberdeen actually, so I left nice and early to try and get up. I know, not half. So <laughs> now I'm too early, so I'm stuck in Aberdeen. So I managed to get uh, Super Scoreboard on the on the app because you obviously need a signal to Glasgow up here. I like your um, dedication. I must admit. What are you expecting then when the game gets underway? I think it's going to be quite a tight game. I think Aberdeen always kind of up their game. It's, I was up at the, I was at Pataudry for the game earlier in the season that kind of kick-started our season, I felt. We hadn't won away in ages and it felt like that was a real kind of turning of the corner. And I think since then we went from strength to strength. But I feel like whenever Aberdeen play Celtic, the, the way they play is very, very difficult for us. And it almost goes against a form against other clubs, I think. Probably every club in the Premier League ups, went up to their performance when they're playing Celtic and probably Rangers as well. But I'm expecting a kind of tight game tonight and I think it'll be the same for Rangers across in Ibrox. And it's one of those nights, it's kind of back to the old days that you'll be keeping one eye on their score as well and trying to, I'm sure there'll be a, a reaction from the crowd if, if Hibs managed to sneak a goal there. Stephen makes a very interesting <clears> point <throat> and one that I had forgotten about, Simon. If you remember that game at Pataudry yep. uh, in October, Celtic had just lost... Away at Livingston yep. Their next league game They drew with Dundee <clears throat> United Their next uh, They then got Beaten heavily off By a Leverkusen No shame in that of course And, and then it was that trip To Pataudry So there was And of course Not not too long before that Was the, the first old firm defeat as well um, I wonder If it does go to plan For Ange Postacoglu If, if fans might look back <clears throat> On that day As being a, a big chapter I certainly think so I, I remember back At that time myself And from a Celtic point of view, being a wee bit concerned, you know, going up there on the back of some poor results. Uh, and if I remember right, they, they, it was a late on, they scored late on in that game against Aberdeen to get the three points. So a big win at the start of a very good run uh, 
Well, Celtic have only just got stronger and stronger as they've went. You know, they've, they've, they've really kicked on since the, the winter shutdown. I think they've brought in good transfers there. I, th- I mean, I now look at Celtic's midfielders thinking when I was driving through. The midfield was the strongest part of Celtic's uh, squad. Now it's even stronger. Yeah. There's guys there now that have played. All right, Turnbull's out there now, but even, even Rogic came back and scored two at the weekend. But look, there's no definites in that f- that midfield three, and that's because Hitati and O'Reilly have come in and did really well. Uh, so it's, it's it's looking really strong at Celtic at the moment. It, perception is important in football, and, and we've seen it. In fact, we had calls over the weekend from, from Rangers fans or people sort of dismissing this tonight because ach, Celtic always sweep Aberdeen aside mm-hmm. and Aberdeen never put up a good fight. Now, I'm not saying the record's good in terms yeah. of results, but if you go through them, Fraser, the last two 2 1 victories for Celtic, as Simon said, scored late on. Um, last season Two draws And two 1-0 wins For Celtic Even the season Prior to that And then this is An all-conquering Celtic team There were a couple of 2-1 victories In there as well So The overall record Is good yeah. But the, the ease Of the fixture Doesn't quite seem to be there And I think that's where Stephen um, Is maybe feeling a, a, Not nervous But a little bit unsure Yeah and, and I think Stephen made comments About you know Aberdeen upping their game I, I don't think that's the case I think the standard That Aberdeen have played Against the two big clubs when, when they've when they've really tested them and uh, beaten them on occasion, that's the standard Aberdeen's been playing at every week. Aberdeen are a big club in Scottish terms, arguably our third biggest club. They've got plenty of money to spend. They should be doing better. You know, the form in other games is them dropping it rather than mm-hmm. them raising their game against against uh, against Celtic. And I think the problem is the perception was for for many years Aberdeen were the only team really to challenge Celtic, and it's in very commas. <clears throat> and in the big occasions, they lost, and Celtic beat them. Fairly comfortably, but for me, Aberdeen sitting seventh is, is a travesty. Yeah, and they've got a good squad of players. They're just not playing well at all, and that's a problem for Stephen Glass because his board will be looking at it thinking they're a they're they're a, they're a good a bunch of players. You should be doing better. But on the other hand, he has a good set of squad a squad of players, and if you can just get them uh, that victory over the line, then they can kick on. Stephen, is it hard to care too much about who plays? Is it Rogic or O'Reilly? <laughs> Does it make much difference? Is it? Jackimakis or is it Maeda up there or does that mean Jota plays it, there seems to be a real sort of consistency across the board at the moment does there not yeah it's a, it's a nice position to be in it's, it's certainly quite different to the situation we found ourselves in I was away at the game at, at um, St Mirren that we drew right before the break and we were struggling to put our team together that night um, I think it almost doesn't matter I, I don't think we can afford to rest players at all I think we need to play our strongest team it's literally Whatever many cup, every game is a cup final between now and the end of the season, and I think as long as it's a strong team, then I won't be too critical of who who starts. What is the strongest then? So take take that one just for instance, because it came to head. Rogic or O'Reilly right now? What what's the stronger if you choose between those two? I would take Rogic. I don't know if it's because we know more about him or he's more familiar, or but he gives you moments like the two on Sunday. He gives you moments of brilliance just out of nowhere, and you feel every time he gets the ball in that area just outside the box, he could score. And he's done it so much over the last few years, so maybe a little bit of loyalty in that part. But yeah, I would go with Rogic. Um, I'd play Jota as well in my starting eleven. So that's probably the change. Yeah, from the Jota in um, from the weekend. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Stephen. Safe trip home to you as well, Stephen from Bishop Briggs at Petodre. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Rangers fans, great time for you to get involved because we're about to hear from Giovanni van Bronckhorst and hopefully you on the phones next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Fraser Wishart here. We're all excited about six big games 
In the top flight We can't be far away from team news actually So make sure you stay right there And we'll give you uh, the breaking news As soon as it reaches us Let's set the scene uh, a bit more Ahead of Rangers home match with Hibs Giovanni Van Bronckhorst looking forward to it Well yeah of course I think I mentioned it also after the, um, the game You know um, We show the way we can play And that's that's our standards That's the level you want to uh, reach every game, <clears throat> you know, not only playing wise, uh, tactically, but also, uh, you know, character wise. And, uh, you know, this is definitely the way to, to go forward and to uh, make sure also tomorrow we, uh, we keep those, uh, levels high and, uh, make sure we, uh, we have the same performance. Well, I think uh, we can expect a similar, I think a similar game in you know in in, in system wise you know they played uh, hips played hearts um, last week with the same systems with five in the back um, you know so you know we are prepared well and uh, you know we all also know we had a you know a tough a tough game when we were last time uh, playing hips away so. Uh, it's a new game, but um, you know our main objective is um, the way we uh, we are and behave ourselves, and that has to be the same as we we had on uh, on Sunday against Hearts. Craig is a Rangers fan. I was interested in that first comment there, Craig, about that's the standard set now. The, the performance against Hearts is that the way you feel? Absolutely, there's no question about it. I think um, that that has to be the standard because that was you know that was like watching the the Rangers team of last season. On Saturday, it really was, um, uh, and that—that's the way you've got to go forward. Because looking at playing, it's quite clear tendency. And you know, I don't see who's taking points off them between now and the next old firm. Certainly, Aberdeen. So we know that that's a formality for Celtic because Aberdeen just don't turn up and don't actually tend to cause Celtic any problems. Um, so. Squaring their court to make sure that we win it and just keep up. You know, if we keep matching Celtic's results, you know, three points, you know, we don't have to outscore Celtic every week. Um, but as long as we keep getting three points, the Matt Ibrox, um, totally, is it the tail end of next month, I think, or the start of April? So that's that's got to be. But the line's kind of coming and going a bit there, Craig. We can actually, I can still make out perfectly what, what you're saying, but just I'll. <laughs> Uh, give it a rest for a second and see if producer Chris can sort that out I'm interested in this Craig says it Simon said it Everyone seems <laughs> to be saying it that, 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 That's it They're, they're not going to drop many points yeah. It's going to come down to these games And I, I mentioned it when this came up last night It was <laughs> 10 days ago That Rangers <laughs> went to Dingwall and Drew And Celtic needed an injury time winner To beat Dundee United at home Are we Are we Getting sucked in a bit by what we've just seen in the last weekend. Well, maybe I said it as well at the start of the show. You know, oh, and it's the way I, I feel as well. I, I just uh, there's there's just something about something about Celtic at the moment. Rangers will will be delighted with the performance on Sunday. You know, it was emphatic, and, and uh, they had to get back on track quickly because of the the previous results. And, and it's just it's just that fine line. You know, a two points dropped tonight, say by Rangers and Celtic win. All of a sudden, it's three points. There's goal difference, and and we're all analysing it. <clears throat> and we are getting to the stage now where, where there is only you know um, thirteen games to go, and they start start to run out. But you're you're looking at fixtures. Today's Aberdeen against Celtic. You went through the the, the, the figures, uh, Gordon. It's it is a bit of a perception, a bit of a myth that they, they roll over. Yeah, they might not have beaten Celtic too many points, but it's been tight. That's a difficult game for them. Whereas Rangers against Hibs, usually you're thinking oh, Hibs could get something. You just don't see it in their current form. So. 
for me, it's there's very little margin for error, you know. And uh, if they drop more than three or four points each outside of the Ulfram against now the end of the season, I'd be surprised. Uh, Craig, any thoughts on tonight? I mean, Ryan Jack, for instance, how big a blow is that? Who takes his place? Well, it's, listen, it's a big blow. Thankfully, it's short term. You know, he, he, by the sounds of it, will be back for the weekend. Um, you know, ironically enough, he's, he's out injured with a tackle that Willie Collins didn't even deem it to be a foul. But anyway, but for me, I think maybe Stephen Davis, because we know it's not going to be Aaron Ramsey, because Gio Van Van Broncos has already let that cat out the bag. Naive, I don't like hearing our manager telling the opposition maybe playing the day before um, when he's a player who's actually fit and running he start I think that's a bit it's got to be Davis in there I think he'll swat in there nicely with Lundstrom and um, in the midfield I don't possibly Kamara I guess right, it depends whether Dio thinks Davis is fit enough having also just come back but you know over the last couple of weeks it's been come back for Davis to be back because I think we've missed the midfield so yeah I'm going to Craig again the line's a bit dodgy it can definitely get the gist of your point um, Glenn Kamara comes on and, and makes such an impact at the weekend takes a brilliant goal um, which is quite something because he's not a prolific <laughs> goal scorer um, what do you make of the Craig's point about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst advertising yesterday that, that Aaron Ramsey definitely won't start Craig? doesn't matter no doesn't matter you, Sean Maloney won't be changing his tactics because Aaron Ramsey's not playing You'll know that Aaron Ramsey will be will be replaced, or <clears throat> sorry, somebody playing instead of him, who's uh, who's a pretty good player, and uh, you know, often manage to get criticised for not telling supporters anything at all. So no, I've, I've got no problem with mm. with with that, especially as Ramsey's clearly not quite up to not quite up to mm-hmm. to full finish yet. Uh, let's get more of your calls in. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We do have team news though from Petardry Gabriel. Yeah, we've got the Celtic team here. There's two changes since the 4-0 victory against Motherwell on Sunday. Matt O'Reilly comes in for Tom Rogic, who drops to the bench. Jota comes in for Georges Jakumakis, meaning Dyson Maida will start centrally with Jota on the left-hand side. Let's run through that 11. Joe Hart in goal. Anthony Ralston keeps his place at right back. Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Stahlfeld in the centre of defence with Greg Taylor on the left-hand side. Captain Callum McGregor is at the base of midfield. Rayo Hatate is in there. He's taken a league by storm so far. Matt O'Reilly comes back in for his first game at Pataudry. Lila Barda starts on the right-hand side of midfield. He scored three in his last three games. Adizan Maida will lead the line centrally. He's got two and four for the hoops, whilst Jota comes in from the left. Now, he's scored in both games against Aberdeen so far this season. On the bench, you've got Bain, Scales, Beaton, Chakamakis, McCarthy, Rogic, Johnson, Forrest and Welsh. No place uh, in the squad for Josip Juranovic. Perhaps a knock is keeping him out. Uh, I will bring you the Aberdeen team news as soon as it comes. Yes, we'll get that very soon. I don't think there are too many eyebrows Ever raised at the moment But no Josip Juranovic anywhere Celtic fans How big a blow is that I know you've all been very happy With his contribution recently um, So get your calls in 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB We will get that Aberdeen team soon We can't be far away from team news at Ibrox uh, Either So we'll do that very soon Right Mark is a Celtic fan Another one who's on his way to the game uh, You've just heard the team Mark What do you make of it? Yeah I'm very happy with the team I think it'll be a. I think it's a good team for tonight's game. No, Josip Juranovic, Mark. Is that a blow at all, or is Anthony Ralston an able deputy? Uh, I think Anthony will be fine. I would rather have obviously had uh, Juranovic playing, but 
I'm sure Anthony will be. I'm sure he'll be okay. I just, I mean, hopefully he'll, he'll spend more time going forward than he will be defending. So, here's hoping. Yeah, I, I said, and I, quite literally, you, you raised an eyebrow. I saw it, Simon. I witnessed it um, from this <laughs> side of the desk. Juranovic. <laughs> it's it's the only sort of main. Yeah, only because. Uh, he's not involved at all. If if it's an injury, then fair enough. I had him in my starting eleven. He's been so he, impressive recently. I thought he'd have he? come back in. I thought after the Rangers game, rested at the weekend. I thought he would have come back in tonight. He's maybe picked up a niggle. This is the the beauty of the squad now for Ange. He can he can shuffle it about. Ralston, as you say, more than able. The the one for me is O'Reilly. But then when I think about it, Rog is just back from Australia. Scores a two at the weekend. Yeah, he's got that luxury of resting him as well. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, Fraser or, or It'd be interesting to see How players feel about that It seems like yeah. they're all Buying into it anyway But Tom Rogic Probably couldn't have had A better game at the weekend yeah. <laughs> This is his reward for it I know when he was asked uh, Ange Postacoglu After the game About uh, Tom Rogic And how previously He'd never lasted More than 60-70 minutes And, and uh, Postacoglu was saying Listen great Fantastic His fitness is brilliant Really pleased with his fitness He can go and he can go And he can go I am very surprised he's not playing unless he's got a knock that maybe just they don't want to risk it and, uh, because they've got a game the weekend they can rest him you know he can have a week between now and the European tie next week so I, I, I am really surprised Juranovic it must be a knock it must be an injury because uh, he would have he would have started in my opinion but uh, the Rogic one's a big call a big call the, the makeup of the, the attacking line is interesting Simon because Jakimakis has done fine in fact you might yeah. even extend that and say he's done well in the last few games but there was just always that feeling that He's just not exactly what Ange Postacoglu would prefer to start a game with. He's not that all-action, you know, particularly intense presser the way that Kyogo uh, yeah. and, and Maeda are. Have we seen, a, yeah, he's, seen he's, that tonight? He's certainly not in the mould of Maeda or Kyogo. Uh, I would say that the guy's worked his socks off the last couple of games. I think at the weekend, sometimes I think maybe... I think he maybe acknowledges that himself and he's maybe that wee bit over eager. Sometimes a wee heavy touch and then it gets a wee bit messy a couple of times at the weekend. His second touch ends up in a, a foul wrestling with the centre-back. He's did well. He was unlucky not to get a couple of goals last week. Out with a couple of good saves from McGregor he might have notched in that game. So you have to give him credit for that. But yeah, I think if you're asking me who's ahead of him, I think Maeda and obviously mm. Kyogo. So... It's no real surprise that Maeda takes that uh, point at the at the middle of the front three this, uh, tonight. Mark, rival fans keep telling us that there's no chance Celtic will drop points because Aberdeen never do anything against Celtic. The recent games have been tight, although Celtic have won them. How do you confidence wise? Where are you tonight? Uh, right now, I'd take a one nil. <laughs> bet. Um, I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a tough game. Um, I think Aberdeen will maybe have a go at Celtic tonight. And uh, obviously Celtic have to be up for it And these are the games you've got to win If you're going to try and uh, Claw about the title Absolutely, we'll enjoy the game Mark, it was nice to hear from you 01419511025 We need to go and get team news now From Ibrooks with Andrew yeah, just the one change for Rangers. We knew that Ryan Jack was going to drop out of the squad because of that ankle injury he picked up, and it's Glenn Kamara that comes in for him. So it'll be Alan McGregor in goal. The back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balligan, and Calvin Bassey. The midfield three, Glenn Kamara, John Lundstrom, and Scott Arfield. It'll be Joe Aribo and Ryan Kent, either side of Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Bassey, eh, sorry, Barisic, Zakowski, Davis, Ramsey, Sands, Ahmad, Ruth, and Fashion Sakala 
As for Hibs, very interesting changes for them. Four drop out. Dabrowski, Muller, Campbell and Doig. In- income Macy, Doig, McGinn and Henderson. So it looks as if it's going to be a 3-4-3 for Hibs, but it's a very defensive looking lineup as well. Matt Macy starts in goal for them. The back three, Paul McGinn, Ryan Porteous and Rocky Bashiri. I think it will be Chris Cadden and Lewis Stevenson as the wing-backs. The two central midfielders, Jake Doyle-Hayes and Ewan Henderson, and the two wingers will be Dimitri Michel and Josh Doig. Kevin Nisbet up top for them. The substitutes, Dabrowski, Wright, Doig, Muller, Jasper, Allen, McGregor, Scott and Campbell. Right, what do you make of all that then? You've had all the team news pretty much. In fact, have we got one more to round off? I think we need to give you the Aberdeen team with Gabriel. Yep, a few changes folded on since their 2-1 loss Livingston. Uh, Declan Gallagher, Scott Brown and Dylan McGeech all come back in. Uh, Adam Montgomery can't play against his parent club. Teddy Jenks and Funso Onjo drop out as well. It's also a change of formation from the four at the back. It looks like it's going to be sort of a 5-3-1-1 here for the Dons. Gary Woods keeps his place in goal. Calvin Ramsey will start at right wing back with Ross McCrory, Declan Gallagher and David Bates as a back three. Johnny Hayes uh, operating as a left wing back against his former club. You've got Lewis Ferguson, who scored against Celtic in both meetings so far this season. Captain Scott Brown faces his former club for the third time. And Dylan McGeech, as I said, also comes into midfield. And Vicente Bezuin is likely to play just off Christian Ramirez up top. Bezuin has played every minute since he's arrived. And Ramirez has 14 goals in all competitions. Uh, on the bench, I can read it out for you now, is Richie McKenzie, uh, J. Emmanuel Thomas, Ojo Jenks, Ruth Barron, Kennedy and Milne. And the referee up here, Willie Collum. Cracking night in store We've given you the team news From the two games Involving the big Glasgow sides There's plenty more to come We'll go around the other games uh, And give you the talking points As well But in the meantime It's a great opportunity To get your call in 0141 951 1025 Do it right now And we could be speaking to you next 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Fraser Wisherton, Simon Donnelly are here Six big games in the top flight Big games in the championship as well So keep your calls coming please And tweet us your thoughts We're just getting the team news in It's always an exciting part of the night Where we try and uh, pick our way through Who's playing and who's not And how they're going to line up uh, I don't think we had a great deal of time To react to that Rangers team Before the travel Fraser, no real surprises I think that's what people anticipated Kamara no. in for Jack Yeah, it's not a time for changes I think For, for a lot of changes From the two teams um, And then Saturday, Sunday Sort of getting such a big result If Jack had been fit You wouldn't have, wouldn't have uh, Seen any changes at all But Kamara came in Played well Because he was so poor Against Celtic last week And uh, un- unlike him He was playing a slightly deeper role Than he was under Gerrard He was sort of left of a centre three He's playing a little deeper role So maybe it's just taking a wee while <laughs> the change, but uh, it makes sense. Go with that team, um, searching for a for a, a winning formation. Fan broadcast for a, a number of weeks. He seems to have got that at the moment. Morelos is a key for me. As yeah. I said that Saturday, he's, it seems obvious, but he just brings something different. Not even just his goal scoring, just just his physical presence, just his his link up play, his energy when he's on it. When he's on it, and so he he just gives space for the likes of Kent and Aribo to play. Uh, speaking of Hibs, though, that there is a real intrigue to their lineup um, already. Two of my Trustiest Hibs uh, Supporting Colleagues? Friends Friends is strong I don't really have many of them uh, Associates uh, I've been in touch Sort of You know Is it three Three right Three left three backs left And backs. two left backs uh, Or a, three left Yeah two, something two, like that Two right Two right backs left. And three left backs Aye. On paper in the team Suggestions that, that Lewis Stevenson Who we've seen Hundreds and hundreds Of times at left back Might actually play In a sort of More central midfield role Um 
Dabrowski who comes into Derby yeah. gets man of the match and the TV is back on the bench and Matt Macy's in goal it's, it's a fascinating Hibs team yes, it's who's going to support Nisbet front I mean it does look like you said Stevenson will play midfield that's when he played when he first came into yeah. Hibs team many years ago he'd play inside that one or <coughs> wide, wide left he played left mid uh, left sorry left of a three centre back uh, last week against Hearts so he'll be alright in there but it's a very defensive formation for, for Hibs they're clearly just going to try and soak up the pressure and hit the break and hope that uh, Kevin Nisbet can can break this poor run that he's been on the front of goal it's a fascinating period and, and to judge what what Hibs will do Simon because Sean Maloney with this great coaching pedigree has gone in obviously wants to play a certain way gets good results to begin with then the results tail off and you're just not going to implement a, a new style of play overnight but then you've got a challenge like tonight did, what do you do? do? Do you stick to your principles? Is this where fo- this is why you lot are mad for getting into football management? <laughs> well, I would like to think he would stick to his, his principles. I think you can only go with the guys that are fit. I think the big loss for Tibbs is the obvious one's Boyle. Yeah. Leaving, you know, in the pace there. I've just seen the Fraser on the break there. Who's going to hurt Rangers on the break? Uh, it looks a makeshift team. He's changed the goalie again. It's just a sign of things aren't going too well at Hibs just now. Uh, and they're looking for a result. I don't think they'll get one tonight. I'm being honest. I don't think they'll get anything tonight. But it's it's early days for Sean. You know, I think he can't be judged in the, in the, the, the few weeks that he's been in the door. It's going to take time to identify mm. players. But at the moment, it's a difficult spell because, again, for a, a club of the stature of Hibs, they want to be, you know, challenging their rivals on third place. They're, they're a wee bit off that just now. You know, so it's the balancing act of still doing the job just now, but with a view to, mm. to changing things as he goes and gets his own players in. Uh, let's bring in Jim, who's a Rangers fan. What are you thinking ahead of this one tonight, Jim? First to the Aberdeen Celtic game, I think Celtic will tear them apart, and deservedly so, because the only team they've turned up against this season is Rangers so far. Okay, perhaps and you're right. I think. I think. From what I've heard there, <coughs> Hibs are going to come and park the bus. Think by, sound, by sounds of it. And, <clears throat> but if we played the way we did against Hearts, we will win. Yeah. How important is Morelos to all that, Jim, when you see the type of performance he put in at the weekend, having missed the, the previous couple? Well, you, there was Stephen Gerrard bought Roof and Ditton to replace Morelos. And they're not, they're not a patch on what Morelis is. They don't bring a quarter of what Morelis brings to the team. Yeah, that's a fair point, Simon. I have lost count of how many transfer windows it would be since Morelos has been here. He must be, what is he knocking on the door of about five years or something like that? Four or five years, yeah. So had, you know, two, yeah. two windows every year. Rangers haven't signed anyone close to doing that job, have they? Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Morelis has been their top man for that, that duration, the four or five seasons he's been here. He comes back in, that's the best I've seen him play for a while. Coming back, he seemed to be fresh after the international break. I don't think he played when he was away with Colombia. Uh, he gets the goal early in the game, took it really well. But as Fraser says, he's, he's kind of build up play as well, you know, knocking things around the corner. And he's always a menace up there as well. His physicality took the second goal really well. So, yeah, Rangers obviously get a natural lift with Morelis back. I don't think they've got anybody else at the club. That can mirror image that that position at the moment. Uh, that'll be something maybe Gio will look to look into, you know, further down the line. But Rangers were strong at the weekend, and as I say, I don't see anything other than a, a three points tonight. I think Hibs, if, if Rangers can get off to a good start, it could be a long night. 
He in that four and a half years Has never been away from The, the forefront of the discussion Fraser Because yeah. he's either playing very well And he's Rangers main man Or he's having one of those dips And people question Why he's not playing well And not being Rangers main man And even the season has been both, yeah. The yeah. season's been been really up and down But obviously Jim and every other Rangers fan Would like to see Sunday's version of Alfredo Morelos From now until the end of the season Yeah it, it, it kind of gives that impression Sometimes of being a bit moody And, and I mean that in the nicest sense Where he's, he's just kind of If he's in the mood to play Then he's unstoppable But if he's just off it If he's just, his game's not quite right He, he, he sinks and he, he, he can be very poor There's not really anything in between He's either really on it Or he's really off it But but he, I think you're right Over the over the years They've tried to replace him Tried to bring in people To, to, to threaten his place Tried to bring in pressure for him but he just shrugs that off and, and in recent times Whether he's Been motivated by The change in manager Whether he's gone on well with you I don't know But uh, he's certainly He's certainly playing Playing very well And tonight With the way Hibs Are setting up His, his role will be To stand around that box Occupy the centre backs And try and give A wee bit of space For Kent and Aribo They're going to be Absolutely key Against a packed defence And if that's the way Hibs play Then you're going to Look, look to your, your More creative players Because in the midfield You know Arfield will make these runs Lundstrom strong and powerful Kamara will back it up but the key players tonight for me are Kent and Aribo. They're going to have to pick holes in this defence and create the chances for Morelos. And if he's in the form he's in just now, tonight, then uh, then then you see nothing but a, a Rangers win. One of the real low points of the season, Jim, was obviously that game against Hibs uh, in the League Cup semi-final. Did, did, does this feel like both sides are in a, a different place tonight? Just, the difference between the way we played, the only other game was the Celtic game. When we dropped, Celtic deserved to win that. By miles yeah. Pains me to say that But they did <clears throat> But the game against Hibs I don't know what they were doing They just They were absolutely Terrible And Under Under Gerrard Morelos wasn't being played As the main striker He was He was deeper than the main striker was So he wasn't In the box to score the goals That he has scored since Giovanni has come in yeah, it was a kind of trademark one at the weekend, wasn't it? Where Kent gets to the byline, puts it across, and he's he's in the right area. Um, always worth watching Rangers games against Ryan Porteous. It never, never <laughs> oh, tends yeah. to be quiet, does it? Yeah. There's usually something. Yeah, there's usually something. Uh, but I think whether that's fair or not, it just it's, it's well, I think he'll be up for the game again. There's no doubt about that. But I watched the game at the start of the season where. I think Nisbet scores for Hibs And Hibs got off to a really good start And, yeah. and the, the sending off swung the game In Rangers' favour So from his manager's point of view He'll be hoping that he, mm. he keeps his head tonight Doesn't get caught up in it Because I think they're going to need every player on that pitch It's going to be as I say, a real tester for, for Hibs Yeah, he'll get an interesting reception, yeah. Fraser He got sent off that day, obviously He then came back with the Little Stephen Gerrard quip Didn't he after, <laughs> after the semi-final the yeah, Do we yeah. look happy Don't ask stupid questions So yeah, yeah. He'll get a nice warm welcome He'll get a warm welcome The big man will shrug it off I think he I think he likes that type of stuff But he's just He's got so much talent The lad And he, he was brilliant Against Hearts last week And in, in, in games where You've got to defend well I, th- I think he thrives And uh, he's a good defender It's just sometimes He gets involved in the nonsense And even on the ball Sometimes you know he can make mistakes But he'll enjoy his, his game tonight I'm sure Top man Jim Good to hear from you Goal flashes. I'm pressing the wrong button. It must be a big game night, and that's why I'm all over the place. Here we go. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun. Dot. Uk. Football.
Come on then Talk about six big games This is the real big game You against Fraser Wishart Or Simon Donnelly At Beat the Pundit Doesn't get any bigger than that 01419511025 And the lines close at 7 So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Fraser Wishart and Simon Donnelly Are here We're building up to kick off In the six big games in the top flight We've done plenty Of calls already On Aberdeen Celtic And Rangers Hibs But keep them coming I'm sure there is more To be said And we will turn Our attentions Very soon To the other games Including St Mirren St Johnston Hearts Dundee Ross County Livy And of course Dundee United Against Motherwell Let's do this first though Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Slash football I've also got the best worst Scottish football stat you'll hear in a while right? It involves the championship and I'll tell you all about that very soon uh, Let's bring in Ryan first though uh, This is from Coatbridge, how's it going Ryan? Brian, Brian Oh Brian, see it's honestly, yeah. clean out your ears producer Ross It's alright, better than Brian <laughs> Fair enough uh, What's got more chance of happening Brian? You beating the pundit or Celtic winning at Pataudry? Oh, I'll take defeat off any pundit for Celtic <laughs> Sell your soul uh, to keep it up at the top of the league That's fine, I wouldn't expect anything else Let's toss the coin If it's heads you'll play Simon Donnelly And tails it will be Fraser Wisher And it's heads Simon against Brian Brian, come on guys, we can do better Come on Brian, come on Brian uh, Let's give Simon some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know what we are saying in here Brian, 30 seconds just answer as many as you can And if you don't know Pass and move on Okay Okay Right let's go 30 seconds and your time Start now Name the only Scandinavian Currently playing for Celtic <laughs> Name any scorer for Rangers In either leg of their 95 Champions League matches Against Borussia Dortmund Thanks Paul uh, Gascoigne uh, Which English Premier League side Was Benny Beningamy with Before joining Hearts uh, Which current Scottish Premiership club Did Stephen Presley Start his pro career with Hearts Name the only club That spent two weeks Or more at the top Out with Celtic or Rangers This season Hearts Quite tough questions Brian I must admit uh, Let's bring Simon back Simon can you hear us Yes I can Right 30 seconds Are you ready Yep Let's go Name the only Scandinavian Currently at Celtic Starfield Name any scorer for Rangers In either leg of their 95 Champions League matches Against Dortmund 1995 uh, Pass Which English Premier League side Was Benny Beningamy with Before joining Hearts Pass Which current Scottish Premiership club Did Stephen Presley start his pro career with Rangers Name the only club that spent two weeks or more At the top of the table Out with Celtic or Rangers this season Hearts Okay Brian, how do you think that went? I think he's edged me on one there. Mm, I thought they were I tough, I must admit. Oh, the shocker. You only need to avoid your second aim if you get a zero, don't, Brian. Don't put my second aim so we'll, we'll watch and, and see if that was <laughs> the case. I'll have to lose to Sid. Right. The only Scandinavian at Celtic is Carl Starfield. So at least you got off good to start, a good start. One nil. Ah no! Do you know what, Brian? I think first question nerves it is a real thing. We're off a little bit in the time. Um, <clears throat> name any scorer for Rangers during either leg of their 1995 Champions League games against Dortmund. So you'd 
The choice of quite well-known players You had Richard Goff, Ian Ferguson, Brian Loudrop or Gordon Jury I mean you passed I actually feel like I feel sorry for Brian Because he kept his composure And he gave me a perfectly good calculated guess good to go for. But it was wrong in Paul Gascoigne mm, um, So it was 1-0 still to Simon Where did Benny Beningamy come from, Fraser? Everton Everton So none of you It's 1-0 after three questions, guys not gonna, not gonna lie It's not a, it's not no, a wonderful not standard it's not great. Um, Which current Scottish Premiership club Did Stephen Presley start his pro career with? It was Rangers 2-0 Simon Do you see where this is heading, Brian? Absolute shocker <laughs> <laughs> uh, And you both said the same For the next question Name the only club That spent two weeks or more At the top of the league Apart from Celtic or Rangers You both went hearts so, hearts so you would know that Simon's won it anyway But this depends Does Brian get anything on the board Or does I've, he really I've, need I've his surname Was it I've got a feeling it's not hearts It's Hibs uh, Brian <sighs> Brian, forget the surname. Hang up quickly. Go and enjoy Celtic's I performance. Mind. You asked me to start. If it was Abba, if Celtic would go the night, or I would lose. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take it. Good <laughs> man. Oh, Brian and Coatbridge. I hate the zeros. I'm, I'm, I'm. Same Brian nil. I just exactly. I just. I like the listeners. I like to be on their team. They see like the, 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 the harsh critics in here, like the DLs, the Wilsons. They love it when the listeners yeah. get a zero. I don't. I feel sorry for yeah, Brian. It's, it's competitive side. We've all got it. No. All these ex players. We, we don't I like losing con- anything. I wasn't confident there. I thought I'd struggle Yeah 2-0 They all count 0141951 1025 uh, On the phones And on Twitter We're at Clyde SSB So keep the calls coming Big night of football uh, Let's go to Tanadice And get a flavour of the build up And the teams for Dundee United Motherwell with Dave Galloway Well it's some fight for fourth place Gordon with six teams Separated by just four points Dundee United boss Tam Courts Is urging his men to rediscover their form From earlier on in the season They've tightened up defensively certainly But lack any cutting edge right now Striker Tony Watts' link play Has been good But he's yet to break his scoring duck with the Tangerines How he'd love to put that right this evening Against his former side Motherwell of course took a sore one at the weekend With a 4-0 Sunday spanking by seven Celtic. It'll be interesting to see how they react to that. Manager Graham Alexander admitted it was hard to compete with the leaders in such terrific form. But the Steelmen currently hold on to fourth place and come here determined to strengthen their league position and set themselves up for a cracking-looking Scottish Cup tie at home to Aberdeen this coming weekend. To the teams then, and it's three changes for United. Income: Niskanen, McNulty and McDonald. Outdrop Pollitt, Akinola and Clark. So it's Segrist in goals, a back four of Smith, Edwards, Butcher and Graham. Niskanen, McDonald, great to see him making his uh, debut for United. After all, he's been through uh, Levitt and Harks with uh, McNulty and Watts up top. The subs for the hosts, Ericsson, Clark, Akinola, Meekinson, uh, Mikasen, I beg your pardon, Nielsen, Mockery, McMahon, Thompson and McLeod. As for Motherwell, well, four changes for them. The men coming in, Ojala, Efford, Woolery and Roberts. Dropping out are uh, O'Donnell, Cornelius, Carroll and Van Veen. It's Kelly in goals. Looks like a back three of Mugabe, Solholm and McGinley. Midfield, Roberts, Donnelly, Ojala and Woolery with Slattery and Ross playing behind Efford, who leads the line. The subs for the well, Fox, O'Donnell, Carroll, Van Veen, Shaw, Cornelius, Grimshaw, Tierney and Shields. And your match referee here at very chilly Tanadice, it's Alan Muir. Dave says, you know, the battle for fourth, and he's right, but it could equally be the battle for any position below that, Fraser. I keep yeah. mentioning it because that section of the league 
is just incredible Motherwell are fourth place on 33 points uh, Dundee United can obviously go fourth tonight with a win um, But Ross County in 10th They're only 7 points behind Motherwell It's a strange league Really strange league You're looking at all those teams From, from 4th Down to Ross County in 10th And how many of them are actually playing quite well? You know, not many I mean, Ross County picked up a few points Doing well St Myrne as well St Myrne, yeah but like Dund- Dundee United well. Hibs uh, Aberdeen Motherwell n- Those four not in great form It's almost if nobody wants to to grab that fourth place Which is quite important In terms of European places as well So Big night tonight For those those teams around there Any team that can string Maybe a couple of wins together Will, will, will probably create a wee gap Between themselves and the rest Sometimes football's very predictable Tony Watt's going to score His first Dundee United goal tonight Isn't he Simon? Come on Put, yeah, put me out well, my misery Yeah well <laughs> If there's one club That he's going to do it against It'll be the one That he's been starring for For the last season So nice I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised Yeah we fans will boom For aye. sure yeah that's the way it works, isn't it? I, th- yeah. I think Motherwell will get something at that game tonight. So. Yep. It's a very much changed Motherwell team again. I mean, like, you couldn't really complain because absolutely battered at the weekend. How good were Celtic? How bad were Motherwell? The truth probably in the middle. Um, Van Veen, who most people were backing to sort of carry the can and be the main yeah. threat in the absence of Tony Watt, he drops to the bench. Stephen O'Donnell is on the bench as well. Yeah. Uh, Ross Tierney, who keeps looking pretty good when he when he comes on and scored the equaliser last week at, at St Mirren. Um but you know he's on the bench again. Interesting to see Joe Efford yeah. for the first time. Yeah, for the first time in Willery and Robert starts on either side of him. It looks like he's gone back to his, his uh favoured four three three. I think McGabby will probably play right back. But again Stephen O'Donnell, Scotland, Scotland right back, uh, not in the team. Left out Nathan Patterson's uh, Not mm. playing for the Everton So we've got low, a big game Low scorers well. again I'm just looking at the league They're low scorers Dundee United yes, as well Yes very yeah. so yeah. You go up there and get a goal Yeah, yeah. I fancy Mother I think Mother will get something United yeah. There's something not Just not quite right about United yeah. you know, I think, Great story yeah. though Kevin McDonald As Dave Galloway says yeah. Not long after it's a kidney transplant yeah. and Playing at the top level In Scotland Well done to him Yeah absolutely Wish him all the best And uh, a good signing If he can get anywhere near He's, he's top ability yeah. He's played at a high level Played championship He's played premiership Sheffield United yeah. Fulham Scotland, Scotland international. Yeah 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 good lad as well So hope he does Hope he does well Hope he comes back I'm going to play you a clip From Motherwell's Solholm Now he's playing at the back uh, Central defence tonight And the reason I'm going to play it right Because you've all heard this before How many times Press conferences before the games, after it's the same old stuff, <laughs> tough game, one game at a time. We just need to concentrate on ourselves. You've all heard it before, so it's just refreshing. I've used a couple tonight. Right. <laughs> it's refreshing when a player just shows a bit of personality, right? So, see, even if you've got no interest in Motherwell or Dundee United, listen to how Solholm Johansson talks about coming up against his former teammate, Tony Watt. Like, he was the most. Uh, welcoming guy he included me right away in the group uh, so I look forward to um, break his spirit and uh, and uh, give him hell <laughs> he's an amazing guy uh, he's a uh, he's a weirdo for sure uh, but uh, we all are but he's a character and uh, but he's deep 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 down he's a good guy <laughs> no uh, he's a good guy and he welcomed me as I said so made me feel comfortable here at the new club so uh, I wish him all the best except from tomorrow to be fair he's one of the best players I've ever played with he's got so many good qualities in his game so he's one to look out for for sure but I think that he thinks that I'm one of the worst defenders to play against as well I can see his shin and trainings and uh, his knees and trainings uh, is a proof of that so hopefully I can make his life a living hell tomorrow but other than that it's like as I said earlier it's just a game uh, so um, we're not friends in the game but yeah 
I wish him all the best from Thursday and on. I wish him all the best, but he's a weirdo and <laughs> deep, deep. Deep deep down he's a good guy And I want to make his life hell I like that He could feel the love He could feel the <laughs> it love It said with affection there. wasn't it The first 50-50 would be nice Two oh. red cards and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I could, and big uh, If he plays on the left hand side Tony he's got big Bevis McGarvey Who's, uh, who's a big no laddie as well Violet ah, either. Yeah. Uh, yeah right very true So we're looking forward to that one Any Motherwell or Dundee United fans Pick up the phone We're about to speak to Greg But I did promise you And I'm a man of my word The best worst football stat you'll hear Right Arbroath Playing Hamilton tonight They've got In the Arbroath team They've got Hamilton <laughs> Hamilton And Hamilton <laughs> And they're playing against Hamilton Who've also got A Hamilton <laughs> In their Four team Hamiltons. Incredible Right So in the Arbroath team You've got Colin Hamilton Chris Hamilton And Jack Hamilton They're playing against Hamilton Ackies And of course there is a Hamilton In the starting lineup as well I'm glad you're not commentating on that one Gordon Nightmare I mean seriously The best worst football stat You'll hear it If, you need, if you're struggling to sleep tonight Just recall the last 30 seconds Of this show Give me another one In the lower leagues There's four Browns Play for Peterhead Really? There you go. Yep. That's good effort Okay Right okay Yeah you've rivaled that but Not quite as good as yours But uh, we'll keep an eye on that anyway Because they're both at the top of the, the tree of course And what a story that would be Let's bring in Greg Who is a Celtic fan from Stirling What's your point tonight Greg? Hello panel Hello, how's it going? Hi Greg Hello um, Quite a simple one right? It's my opinion that If Celtic win the league this season Obviously we'll go straight into the Champions League mm-hmm. And um, I think if, if If we do that We'll just go miles ahead of Rangers I know it's going to be Debatable, but I just think the two two of us Rangers would be far more affected than we would if um, if we finish second. I think we'll have a lot better than Rangers, and I just wonder what the the panel's thoughts were on that. Oh, so you mean because of the money that it would bring? Exactly. Ah, sorry, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Fraser, what do you think? The importance of winning the title this season? No, there's no doubt. It's it's really important to and and the, the way that. Celtic over the years and Rangers and Celtic in recent years have played in Europe has got the coefficient up to a really good level and it looks like I think there's there's one way that uh, our champions won't be in the Champions League but it's unlikely I think you've got to be outside the top yeah. four or not qualify automatically yeah, so to, the, to the, the, winner, winner the, the winner of the Champions League, the of the Champions League yeah. would have to not qualify for the Champions League from their own yeah. division which please that would be it's, the most Scottish thing ever for us to miss out during that <laughs> but movie. that's great though it's great and whoever gets it I think you're right Greg I think whoever gets it will have an advantage <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be plenty of money in the in the bank but Celtic had advantage for many years and uh, Rangers clawed their way back and managed to, to stop the 10 in a row but uh, there's no doubt whoever gets there it's, it's 30 million automatically plus you can add maybe 10, 20 whatever else for, for a good run so it's a huge huge advantage to our wins league and I think that's why um, you know, both teams have, have splashed the money in January. You know, Celtic mm. buying all these players and Aaron Ramsey signing was was a big one. I think that was a sign that Rangers know that the importance mm. of this of this title race to them. This kind of came up last night, Simon. Um, I'll try my best to not be too repetitive and, and maybe frame it slightly differently. But Fraser's right. Brendan Rodgers took Celtic to the Champions League group stages twice, yep. twice in a row. Yeah, when Rangers obviously were not in it, and we were told by people that this would mean. A generation of dominance for Celtic How could they possibly claw that back And what, three years later Celtic miss out in 10 and and Rangers win the league So yes, of course it's it's important But you you still need to spend it properly Yeah, definitely And that's sport as well I would would have been guilty at that time as well Thinking where's this dominance going to finish with Celtic Uh, And it came to a halt last year You know, Rangers turned it round 
and uh, yeah, it just shows what can happen in football. But I think the incentive for both clubs this year is massive to get straight into the Champions League. That's where both clubs want to be. So it's a big prize, uh, and that's why we're all going to enjoy the next thirteen games starting tonight. It's going to be a roller coaster, exciting, and yeah, it's, it's there for for all to win. So it's, I think it's going to go down to the two the two games against each other. I, I, I know you were saying earlier on in the show about why change, but I think Rangers look stronger, Celtic look stronger. Mm-hmm. They're getting players back. Yeah, might be wrong. Might be wrong, but I think it will boil down to the two games between each other. Greg, Celtic win it and go into the Champions League. Rangers win it and get into the Champions League. There is a third outcome here where whoever doesn't win it still qualifies for the Champions League through the, the qualification campaign. Have we not given either side the chance of doing that and they both end up in the group stages? Oh, no, absolutely. That would be brilliant. I mean, I'm not one of these fans that support any team Rangers are playing. I'm all for the coefficient in the Scottish game but I just meant realistically like, you know going straight through yeah, automatically of that's all but um, I know hopefully that will happen I mean I can only see Scottish football getting stronger our national teams obviously doing well and uh, even teams around the old firm seem to be getting stronger so it's it's all good yeah, it's looking good What are you thinking tonight then confident of of Celtic going up there and, and getting all three points? I'm always confident to be honest with you but <laughs> I definitely especially when we're playing uh, just hope we can we can keep it up, but yeah, definitely confident. Yeah, I mean, it, you can argue with that. That, yeah. but, but, but that's that's why the pressure here is so intense, Fraser. Because you would rather have it this way, of course. If you're Ange Postecoglou, you're flying, you're confident, you're playing well. You've got belief in what you're doing. What that also does, just to put a cynical glass half empty spin on things, it it means that any. Failure to win yeah, tonight yeah. would be a real gut punch, and it would it would be you know it would be totally from left field, and it makes you question everything, and it feels like it sets you back. So it's that's totally. why every game's crucial. Totally, and and I don't think Greg would have been as confident a few months ago going up to Petardi for that for that first game of the season. So it just shows the turnaround and the, the form and the, the ability of the players. And, and and I agree with him that if I was a Celtic supporter, I'd be confident as well going up there. I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. I haven't seen Aberdeen at the weekend; they were pretty poor, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going back to what we've been discussing all night, I don't see many drop points now in the end of the season. There will be. I mean, there'll be a stumble somewhere, a bit of a draw, maybe a, maybe a, a, a shock defeat on either side, and that could be critical. Imagine these midweek shows if they both make it to the Champions League group stages. I'm not closing the door on that possibility <laughs> just yet. Thank you very much to Greg. Good time to call. You could be up next. And the full-time teaser as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are getting closer to kick-off. Six big matches in the Premiership, big games in the Championship. It is all happening. So keep those calls coming in. Speak to Fraser Wishup and Simon Donnelly and let them know what is on your mind. Let me give these two a full-time teaser as well. Now, Chris in Greenock, very kindly... Sent this one in So thank you to Chris It's pretty simple by the way If you want to send your question in And hear it used All you need to do Is send me an email Fulltime At Clyde1.com And I'll do my best To use it on the show So Chris in Greenock tonight says Only 8 players From outside the UK or Ireland Scored more than 35 goals In the SPL era Now that's obviously 1998 to 2013 For those who don't know So Chris Yeah, so only eight players from outside the UK and Ireland scored more than 35 goals in the SPL era. So 98 to 2013. It became the Premiership era after that. Any 
I mean, there must be there must be at least one that just jumps right out at you. Henrik. Yes, just 158 SPL goals for him. Top of the tree of the the answers that we're looking for. Dado Purcell. No, actually, no. Uh, Arvaladze. Yes, good shout. 44 for him. Take one more guess. I say Negri, but Negri's before no, that, isn't he? He's Harold before Bradback. No. no. All right, we'll leave it there. You've got plenty of time. Only eight players from outside the UK or Ireland scored more than 35 goals in the SPL era, 98 to 2013. Larson and Averladze. So we're looking for another six between now and the end of the show. And we're also looking for you to send your questions in full time at Clyde1.com. Send them send an email. Uh, and I'll be sure to take a look at it Right, what else have we not covered tonight That deserves a bit of attention Let's start just along the road The Battle of the Saints I know you've got a soft spot for St Mirren Yeah uh, Fraser against St Johnson tonight St Mirren On a decent little run yeah. of form for sure St yeah. Johnson <coughs> St Johnson nil As we yeah. are known I mean, what, are, we, are we still sitting at 13 goals scored 13 this goals. season? 24 games played 13 goals scored for St Johnson We're just chatting during the break About the, the sort of Dangers of signing players during the during the transfer window in, in January. Guys that maybe not played for a wee bit, and you know there are one or two players that St Johnston have signed that haven't started the games as well in attacking areas. And and I, th- I think they've been given decent money, decent support by the by by, by the board. Something like sixteen or seventeen players they've signed since last summer. So now's the time for St Johnston to kick on because the gap between themselves and Ross County is beginning to grow, and uh, another county. Win and it's going to be so difficult for them to even get out of out of the the, the mm. playoff place. You don't yeah. want to be in the playoff place uh, this this season. So I fancy St. Mum tonight. I think they've Jim's changed his formation a wee bit once or twice. He seems to have got a winning formation. Greg Kilty's looking fit. Jones I think will be a good sign. Yeah. Just very direct. There, there was there was a lack of pace in St. Mum's team earlier in the season. So they've got that and uh, Connor Rowan scoring a few goals. So I and good ones at that. He's not shy when he gets a sight of goal, is no, he? No, he likes a strike. I don't think it'll be a great night of football given the weather and uh, the way these two teams yeah. play. But I think maybe a one 0 for St. Man would be the, the the result there. Simon always, you know, it's difficult <clears throat> to dive in early, but I'm wondering if it is actually an easy call. Is it between St. Johnson and Dundee? Are they the bottom two and only scope to change is the order? Yeah, I would say so. On current form. I think the real worrying factor for St Johnson is the 13 goals for. Uh, I know they've brought a couple of strikers in. One of the guys I knew really well, Sifji, gets injured. You know, that just seems to be their luck at the moment. They're up against St Mern tonight. I'm look out with the draw against you guys. They would have been four back to back. St Mern, good form. So I'm with Fraser. I think it'll be a narrow win. I don't think there'll be a lot of goals. No, never <laughs> is at St Mern. A 1-0 for St Mern, I think. But yeah. I think the bottom two... Because Ross County can score as well Ross County have got a threat they're Well they're the third highest scorer yeah, in the division Yeah they're, You they're, look they're, at St Johnston have conceded 28 goals yeah. you know, Rangers are 21, Hearts 25 It's where they so are So 0-0 you're telling me basically no, tonight one, one, no, one, no, one, no, um, Yeah, I, I think those two stay the bottom two Yeah Yeah it's looking pretty tough to build a case What is it 7 points at the moment Albeit St Johnston do have a game in hand, hand on Ross County But Ross County are good that, that's yeah. the, they're, they're, they're decent they can yeah. find the back of the net. How do you goals, that gets you out of games. Scoring goals gets you out of games. You might concede a lot, said uh, Ross County, but uh, you know, in a, in a tight game, uh, St Johnston are saying, "Where's the goal going to come from?" And, and uh, Ross County have got those players will create a 0-0 into one 0 for them, and that's where I think Ross County will give. Yeah, going to be an interesting one. St Mirren up against St Johnston there uh, in Paisley. Um, if we're talking about the bottom two, let's keep them together for now. Then Hearts Dundee. 
any chance of the Dens Park side going there and, and causing a shock? No. Hearts, will be, Hearts will be hurting a bit though, won't they? The nature of the defeat on Sunday. Yeah, they're doing okay. Doing okay. I know Rangers were dominating, but one uh, 0 and it just seemed to collapse once that second goal went in. But prior to that, I'd seen Hearts a couple of times over December and early January. They're good. They're good. They're strong. They're powerful. <clears throat> Um, I think they made a few changes tonight uh, into the team. Andy Halliday's back in the team. Um, that's why he's not sitting here. I'm his, I'm his sub. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I, I think Hearts will win that comfortably. A couple of goals. John Souter back in as well. Yeah. Simon always, you just can't help but keep an eye on him at the moment because we know what his future now holds. And as, as good as Rangers were, we've given them plenty of credit to ask Hearts to go there <clears> without John Souter, without Craig Halkett, without Michael Smith. Yeah. That, that was a tough ask I'm not saying that translates Into you losing 5-0 um, but, but they were up against it They were up against it And as Fraser says I, I watched the game Rangers got off to a good start But there was a wee spell in the game Where I think Hearts got a couple of Little half chances Yeah, yeah start, start the second, the second half, half. Yeah. Things could go differently I watched Hibs go to Celtic Park Recently as well And missed one yeah, Three Nisbet minutes Nisbet and then yeah. Celtic score So when you go to these places You have to get that wee bit of luck And you have to get that chance And take it uh, Hearts didn't And then games can go that way You know Rangers got the upper hand Got the second goal The confidence is up They bring fresh players on And it finishes a 5-0 Up until then They should have got the result against Hibs I think they were very unfairly treated with the penalty The week before And they gave Celtic a difficult game The following midweek as well So I think they'll bounce back tonight I think they'll beat them uh, Let's bring in William Who's a Rangers fan On the line What's your point tonight William? Hello Simon, Fraser and Gordon Hello Hi, You well? Hi. Yeah, uh, no bad uh, I've got to disagree with the pundits tonight <laughs> And previous pundits and shows about points being dropped With the big two mm-hmm. well, my, my point is, right See when you get closer to the nib As I mean near the end Teams are battling relegation Teams are fighting to get into Europe Teams are fighting for the top six And even if it's still close at the end of the Celtic The pressure will be enormous What I'm saying is the points could definitely be dropped when you're not expecting it. And all that pressure, prior to win the league, the Champions League money and all that, I just think the pressure shifts. So points will be dropped unexpected when you're not expecting it. Points will definitely be dropped, that's my point. Yeah, I agree, William. I didn't say that, that they wouldn't drop any points, but I don't think there'll be many. And that's where the, the, the slip-ups, is keeping the slip-ups to a minimum, William, for, for either one of the old firm. Uh, teams, you know, and uh, particularly Rangers just now, you know, they're, they're the point behind. There's also a goal difference as well, and it seems daft when that, that's all you're talking about. But you know, one defeat for them and mm. a win for Celtic, and all of a sudden the gap just grows a wee bit as well. So I do think there'll be points dropped, but I don't think there'll be many. Uh, there'll be one, one or two sort of mm. unexpected results. But and I get what you're saying about, about relegation. Then afterwards, uh, when there's the, the split. Teams playing for European places But it's a big, big prize For Rangers and Celtic this year We just spoke about It's automatically into the Champions League It's a huge prize That's why I think the top form And you're looking at the squads You're looking at Celtic now You know Simon's top of the midfield But up front they've got six options Up front Never mind Michael Mickey Johnson as well Makes it seven You know, Who do you play? <coughs> Kyogo, Maeda, Yakimakis, Yota, Forrest, Abada that, That's a lot And with the five subs as well I do think it helps the, the bigger teams yeah. Because they can rotate They can bring on Players, they can freshen it up They can bring on like for like uh, And fresher players So I, I just think that everything's In in the in, in the favour of the, the big two teams At the moment, the way they're playing The weekend was an unbelievable example Of that, wasn't it? I don't know if you've seen the list If you can remember The subs brought on by the old firm at the weekend Kamara, Davis, Ramsey, Diallo, Sakala Juranovic, O'Reilly, Beton, Forrest and Jota You're not happy with that, are you? 
as a Motherwell fan. I wasn't. I wasn't delighted to see Jota come off the bench <laughs> in, in O'Reilly at the weekend. Though, I must admit. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised the other teams voted for it. Motherwell didn't, incidentally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good common sense, yeah. but uh, yeah, others did. I don't know. What's the thinking there that your games aren't, de- your season's not defined by games against those teams anyway? Possibly. You know, Celtic beat you whether they bring on three or five. And yeah, you manage, can use it to your advantage at some point like it, yeah Because they like to make lots of substitutions And uh, I think there's been so many games crammed in as well In, in recent periods I can see why it's been done And it's not I mean, it's not Rangers mm. Celtic fault They're quite happy to put forward the proposal But I was, I was surprised the other teams uh, did, did agree to it But to make three changes at half-time That's a good advantage You play so well in the first half That Celtic did And they can make three changes just at half-time you know, And, uh, and bring on like for like Rest some of the big name players For some of the big games coming up So yeah Interesting Because uh, of course you get your concussion subs as well now don't yeah. you So you can end up with even more I won't even... Was it this Saturday's 11 subs I think Because of the cup, the cup. So you could have 5 subs You could yep. have a concussion sub in each half And you could have a sub in extra time So yeah. you could have 8 players An extra sub in extra time Yeah, yeah. And concussion sub uh, j- yeah. Sorry William we've gone off on Amazie And I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring it back to you in a second I actually learned something new about this I must I, I don't There's no point in pretending you know it all I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> Last week when Motherwell played St Mirren Right Because you can use five subs But at three yeah. intervals You can't do it at five separate intervals What I did not realise Is if you use a concussion sub mm-hmm. The opposition team Can then use an, an extra sub Oh I didn't realise that either Well just an extra I think it's a random sub Well St Mirren <laughs> Brought on four subs Right but at four different uh-huh. Junctions So someone sent that to me Saying what's going on here How could St Mirren uh-huh. possibly use Four different subs and to the best of my knowledge Someone can then now contradict me again But because Liam Shaw went off Or Motherwell used a concussion sub mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That meant St Mirren could use yeah, another I sub I didn't realise that either I knew that they have so you could use that space So that, a sub would on, that be that... to then stop you Feigning a concussion Possibly. sub Is that, Would that be the thought behind it? Because you can understand that teams might do that <laughs> No, not ah, football teams <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> right, William, people. William I'm so sorry I don't know what happened there Um what may, you, you're saying you think points will be dropped If that's the case Are you are you hopeful of some snookers from elsewhere? I mean, can Aberdeen do you a favour against Celtic tonight? Well, that's the next point I was going to come on so I want to ask Fraser and Simon And I want their honest truth to think, Don't tell the truth in this They shouldn't be sitting there, right? Historically, <laughs> what if they just disagree with you, William? <laughs> historically, Rangers and Aberdeen And Celtic and Aberdeen Aberdeen... Their four cup finals a year is against Rangers. And they, no pundit, name my mates, the ex-Celtic fans, will tell me any different. I want to ask uh, Fraser and Simon, why is it that Aberdeen turn up against Rangers four times a year and don't turn up against Celtic? I just want their honest opinion. No idea. Is it true? Is it true as well, yeah. I would, I would think so. So he thinks... Basically thinks Aberdeen try against try harder against Celtic than they do Rangers. Eh, try harder against Rangers than they do Celtic. <laughs> I, d- I don't think so. I don't think so. I, you're, you're talking about Aberdeen. Celtic won their up at Petardjewell last eighty fifth or something. I think eighty yeah, fifth. I think they did that the year before. The game at Parkhead earlier this season was said a that, clear and soft. I've said that McGregor. in my time at Celtic, Aberdeen were one of the teams I like to play against. So they did lie down to you. Is that what you're goals, telling me? Scored a few goals against Aberdeen. <laughs> Fraser, come on, you're the voice of reason <laughs> usually I, in here. It, it's about perception. It's just not true. I mean, why would Christian Ramirez <laughs> have have a gripe with Celtic rather than Rangers? That's what William's suggesting here: is that the players don't try as try as hard. It's just not true. William. Well. 
obviously I'm going to disagree. Simon's a Celtic man. He's going to he's going to disagree definitely. And Fraser's an ex Rangers. But my point is historically, mm. Rangers, Rangers and Aberdeen don't like each other. It's all stems yeah. for the yeah. for the Alex Ferguson and the, the Ian Durant thing. I said that, that's my main reason why they try hard. Historically, it's been bad blood. Definitely, no bad blood. I think I think you're right, William. There is a bit of, bit of animosity between the the supporters <clears throat> of the clubs going way back to to, to God, the eighties now, and then when I was there in ninety three, ninety five, there was Aberdeen a good team and were probably <clears throat> uh, the closest team to Rangers at that point in terms of challenging the, for the titles and cups etc. So there was a bit of a, a bit of tension in those games, but it wasn't to do with Aberdeen players trying harder against. Uh, Rangers than Celtic It just sometimes happens That's that's the way The results go I would like to know How how it works though Because I keep hearing These theories And then people just present Like a Well there's the record Against this team And there's the record Against that team As if that's somehow Proof of this It's, yeah. it's almost as if there are, there are no other factors here I mean For instance Where are we We're at February 22 Right so two, In fact two years ago Pretty much exactly Two years ago Aberdeen played Celtic Right Almost exactly Joe Lewis was it fine? Shea Logan, he's not playing tonight. Considine's not there tonight. McKenna's not there. Ash Taylor, McGinn, Curtis Main, Matty Kennedy, none of them are there. It's a different manager. So how do you how do you make sure that this <laughs> this this, 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 um, this yeah, how, how does it run on from diff- in, through teams that have got completely different lineups and different managers? How do you make sure it happens? You need to explain that to me. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, fine. Let's go back to Petodre, see if there's any signs of it. Uh, Aberdeen against Celtic will get a final build up uh, and recap of the teams with Gabriel. Atmosphere here building in the northeast. The Celtic fans have packed out their little corner of the stadium. Uh, a few Aberdeen fans still to arrive, but it looks ready to erupt here on the northeast coast. Uh, I'll give you a quick run through of the teams again. We'll start with the home side. Uh, Aberdeen have made three changes since their 2 1 loss to Livingston at the weekend. Gary Woods keeps his place in goal. It's a back five. Calvin Ramsey on the right-hand side, Ross McCrory, Declan Gallagher and David Bates in the middle with Johnny Hayes on the left. Middle three of Scott Brown playing against his former team, Dylan McGeeck and Lewis Ferguson. Vicente Bazuin playing just off Christian Ramirez. What about Celtic? Well, they've only made two changes since their 4-0 victory at Motherwell on Sunday uh, as Rogic and Giacomakis drop out. It's a 4-2-3 as ever for Ange Postacoglu's men. Joe Hart in goal, Anthony Ralston right back, Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Stahlfeldt in the middle of defence, with Greg Taylor on the left-hand side. Captain Callum McGregor at the base of midfield, Rayo Hatate and Matt O'Reilly in the middle. Leo Labada starts on the right, Dazen Maida plays through the middle and Jota returns on the left-hand side of attack. He's scored in both games against Aberdeen so far this season. Uh, talking about theories, uh, Aberdeen and Celtic playing each other. Well, it is true, Don's record against the team from the east end of Glasgow is poor. Uh, Aberdeen haven't beaten them since the last game of the 2018 season. That was 16 meetings ago. The two matches so far between the two sides this season have been 2-1. Uh, referee here is Willie Cullum and kickoff is just three minutes away. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Golden goals. I'll tell you what, it's a big night for this as well because we've got that huge cash prize to give one of you at the end of the season and it all comes down to how much Rangers or Celtic score between now and the end of the campaign. We're sitting already at 8,750. Surely it will go up again tonight with both teams in action and one person who enters wins the lot every penny tax-free at the end of the season. To make sure you're in with a chance, text GOAL to 61025. That's G-O-A-L. 
to 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only Full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And lines close at 6pm Saturday 21st of May Text GOAL to 61025 right now The games are coming up next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard And just like that We're underway in six big Premiership games Aberdeen against Celtic Dundee United Motherwell Hearts Dundee Rangers Hibs Ross County Livy And St Mirren St Johnston uh, Before anything happens Are we getting any Any shocks Did the big two at the top Both win? Uh, I think both will win Yeah Fraser yeah, I think Celtic will, will have to work a bit harder. I think it'll be closer. But uh, for me, a couple of goals for Rangers, maybe a couple in the end for Celtic. But I think Aberdeen will will make them work harder, especially the formation. They're playing three centre backs, two wing backs, going with Bez one up front. Uh, so it's a three-five-two formation. But uh, yes, both to win by a couple of goals. Yeah, sort of rare um, direct ball from from the back for Celtic, trying to to launch something long um, and through the middle doesn't quite come off. Goes through to the goalkeeper. Uh, and we're just in the early stages there No goals to tell you about in either of them um, As you can imagine Because it is very early on But I'll tell you before we disappear If anything hits the back of the net You will be the first to know So make sure you stay tuned And of course tomorrow night we look back on it all uh, Right, what about this teaser tonight? We've neglected it Chris and Greenock says Eight players from outside the UK and Ireland To score more than 35 goals in the SPL era So 98 to 2013 You've got Larson You've got Averladze Mark Viduka No oh. No I thought he's got 25 in one season It's not on it Nacho mm. Novo Yes He's got 73 In the SPL era Yep Lubo Maravchik No Wow uh, Claudio Kanija No Jeez oh, You do have another one I heard you I heard you uh, talking during the break I'll say it but yeah. Fraser wrote it down Petrov Yes But well you've got another two then Because I heard you say another Rangers one player you're talking about Rangers player Loving crap Yes Both there Alright Three to get You're making Easy work of it now uh, We're just seeing uh, Just seeing Clues Dyson Maeda Racing through Just trying to close down uh, Aberdeen goalkeeper That is a real feature of his his game Simon I think it wouldn't be unfair to say that although he started well, there probably is even he'll hope there's more to come so I think so. on the ball and, and the rest yeah. of it. But one thing you can just see straight away is the willingness to close down goalkeepers and <laughs> centre backs. Yeah, it's been a wee bit stop start. He's, he's created at Celtic, obviously going away with Japan. Uh, he, he played off the, the the side at the weekend until Jack and Marcus went off. But yeah, I think there's a lot more to come from him. But He's a willing runner He is Offering himself again there Plenty of movement Plenty of work rate You know Very similar to Kyogo And time will tell If he's got the same Kind of quality As as the finishing of Kyogo I know he's been making it Look easy recently But Leila Bada Simple pass out to him And he lets it roll Under (laughs) his foot uh, And out for a throw in It happens to the best of them Fraser Yeah he's a good player Only just Contribution's been incredible Hasn't it 14 goals Already He's only just beginning to get the credit because yeah. it's all been about uh, about Kyogo and Jota and Jota yeah. and and latterly Hatate and Maeda and Rogic and Turnbull and things and Abada just goes about his business and it starts. Some people say, "Well, what does he produce?" But phew, stats are unbelievable for a, a lad of twenty. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah be, because the assists as well. A couple of years, the assists yeah. as well are, are up there. Yeah, um, I get tidy there from from Matt O'Reilly keeping it in a, a tight section of the pitch. Simon, he's hit the ground running. 
quickly, hasn't it? Player I've really liked to to, to watch over the, the two or three games he's played. It even makes an impact. Penalty to Rangers already uh, at Ibrox. That was quick indeed. Four minutes on the clock. In fact, it'll be just less than that. Four minutes gone and a penalty uh, to Rangers. So let's keep an eye and see if we get our first goal of the evening before we even go. We don't always get this luxury uh, on a midweek show. So let's see what we've got here. Is it always Tavernier missed one recently? He'll be back on them. Yeah, he scored a couple since, though, I think, hasn't he? Because he scored one and missed one against Sterling Albion in the cup, didn't he? So we'll keep an eye on that and tell you once the ball hits the back of the net, or indeed if it's saved by Matt Macy, who's back in. And James Tavernier does step up. And puts Rangers in front Rangers 1 Hibs nil. What a start that is Hibs with 3 left backs 2 right backs Change of tactics All what the do, best what do, what do you do <laughs> All the best After for the next 85 minutes, minutes. Uh, You're thinking that uh, stay, <clears throat> stay, Keep it tight till half time And stay in the game um, It's been a tough start for Sean Maloney He's not very <clears throat> easy at all Yeah he goes straight down the middle Starfelt's been penalised for a foul on the halfway line But Tavernier straight down the middle And it's Rangers 1 Hibs nil. On these nights we've been hearing from the fans Who are they're taken by the, the psychology of it all The nervousness The checking yeah. your phone Listening to the radio To see how your opposition are doing It makes such a difference If you yeah. can just do that early And just puts the pressure it's, elsewhere I mean the Celtic players won't even know But in the in the minds of the fans Totally And it's just great All six games kicking off at the same time You've got uh, You've got uh, Disappointing that some of the games aren't on, on television sure. for, for most people to watch But uh, Same in, on Sunday as well Playing on the same day Does help We had it the week before When the Rangers dropped the two points at Ross County and Celtic nearly dropped a couple of points against Dundee United. So we're in for an exciting end to the season. There's just <clears> not much between the teams. And as I said earlier, it's going to be somebody who has a, a kind of shock result, a poor performance, loses away from home to somebody unexpected. And that, that might just be the difference at the end of the season. Because we know exactly how Celtic play, um, Simon, it's, it's very um, settled. <clears throat> tactics that, that they use It's always fascinating to see how other teams go about it And Motherwell did come out a little bit at the weekend And well, <laughs> it didn't really work obviously And but Aberdeen are pressing quite high Trying to, to get in Celtic's yeah, face I would, I would like to think so as well You're at home You know when likes of Celtic or Rangers come to town Have a go You know, you're, you're in front of your home support Albeit you have to make sure you're tight at the back Against teams like Celtic who can punish you But I mean you're at home Have a go Aberdeen they're well within their rights to go and try and get something out of the game rather than sit in for a for a nil nil. So yeah, I would like to see them push forward and try and get something for the game. Uh, nothing in any of the other matches. Just that James Tavernier penalty separating the sides. Seven and a half gone at Petodre. Goalless there. Goalless Tanadice. Come on, Simon. You oh, need to get step however, up to we've got big goals down the divisions in the. Ayrshire Derby Fraser Murray has put Kilmarnock in front already So Kelly won Ayr nil uh, There And Partick Thistle are one up Up at Inverness Brian Graham uh, With the goal in that one So good start to the card in the championship Still nothing uh, In the Arbroath Hamilton game With all those Hamiltons playing Against Hamilton And also for <laughs> Hamilton uh, So we'll see how that one goes Right you've got two more Three more on the teaser oh, Of guys who scored 35 uh, more than 35 goals in the SPL era from out with the UK or I'm Ireland. expecting this to be Simon's bag. This is his era. Take me back to 82 uh, World I'm Cup. I'm your man. I'm too old for this. I analysis. left in 99. Two Celtic, <laughs> one Rangers. <laughs> no, I don't mean to rub it in right, but you're missing a guy who scored 93 SPL goals. 93? <laughs> <laughs> for Celtic Jeez. and uh, Motherwell. Oh, and Motherwell. K. 
Come on And when we say outside the UK or Ireland They could barely be from further away Oh yes uh, uh, Scotty Scott McDonald Scott McDonald Scott McDonald of course He's the joint third all-time SPL goal scorer, I think, with Derek Riordan uh, behind Boyd and Larson. Right, okay, two to get, one Rangers, one Celtic. The Celtic one is a striker, came in a couple of seasons, scored some very important goals. Yes, link. Yes. Good shout. And the Rangers one, we're not talking prolific here, but he's obviously just ticked along for... Um, Midfield player? Yeah, do you know what, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised at this. Time wise I really am I mean if it's wrong You just blame Chris and Greenock You don't blame me <laughs> that, That's the way it works anyway Midfielder Yeah I'm really surprised Era wise I'm now suspicious of it But it's too late it's not, To go back it's on not it Alberts, it, is it is apparently it's Alberts. According to Chris yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, No he just scored yeah. a few Ah he's got a bit Alberts yeah. uh, Alright I was in the wall a few times When John was getting three kicks <laughs> Diving out the way He can score uh, Right still goalless everywhere Apart from Ibrooks, Where Rangers lead Hibs By a James Tavernier penalty to nil Like whatever happens It promises to be a big night A big night in the Premiership So we look back on it all tomorrow at 6 With Gordon DL and Mark Wilson And in the meantime Callum Gallagher is up next